When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. For you guys that are old school hip-hop fans, there was a, a song by Ice Cube called Today Was a Good Day. Well, for me, yesterday was a horrible day as I had a, a pretty rough day of trading. I, I took three trades or I was involved in three trades, two of them losers and only one of them a winner, a single target winner for that. And if you're familiar with my style of trading, risk reward is, uh, well, risk management is the most important thing to me in trading. And that goes hand in hand with risk reward. And typically, I put myself in a position where my losses will make up for my wins. Excuse me, other way around. My wins will make up for my losses. So if I have a day where I have two losses and I have one win, I'll typically be at break even. If I have a day where I have two losses and two wins, I'll typically be in profit. If I have a day where I have two wins and one loss, um, it'll be a massive boost to my equity curve. However, yesterday was a little bit different because I was involved in a max risk trade. Now, some of you guys may be asking, Akil, what is a max risk trade? Well, a max risk trade is a trade where I am risking the absolute maximum of my position size or my allowable position size per trade. And if you guys don't have something like that, um, you should really look into it. Now, I know, I know there are different ways of doing position sizing. Um, a lot of you guys use a set percentage and you adjust your position size per that percentage, meaning you identify your trading opportunity, you identify where your stop needs to be based on the technicals, you calculate the pippage in there, you calculate that with your account size, and you say, you know, for every trade, I am risking 2%. So whatever 2% of your account would be, um, the accompanying position size would be what you're using for the trade. I handle things a little bit differently, and I'm not saying it's better or worse. I don't really care which way you do it, um, but I prefer to be consistent in my position size as a number and not necessarily a percentage. And again, there are pros and cons of doing this, and I won't get too much into that, but it helps me stay steady in the type of smooth ratio money management strategy that I use. With that being said, um, there has to be a limit. Because if you're allowed to take everything and, and we have a, a ginormous trading opportunity where you're using the set position size and your set position size equals a million percent in risk, you probably don't want to be taking that trade. So for me, 
my set position size is always, or my maximum allowable risk is always 2% of my account. So I, on any given trade, I will never risk more than 2% of my trading account. Most of the time it is well below that. It is at one or even under one for, for, for that fact. Um, but because I was trading the pound yen, AKA the beast, right? That's what we call it. Funny story, me and my friends used to call it the graveyard when we first started trading. Um, <laughs> because uh, it wasn't a good nickname, trust me. We, we, we would place a trade on the pound yen, and this is when, you know, back before we had any idea what we were doing, we would just place trades, fall asleep, and, and wake up and hope they won. Uh, but we'd, we'd consistently place trades on the pound yen. Uh, we'd wake up in the morning, and our account would be buried. Um, so we nicknamed it the graveyard because that's where we would end up every time we traded it. Uh, Jason Greystone, my, my uh, good friend and, and trading partner, he nicknames it the beast, which I... I like a little bit more. It doesn't have that negative connotation with it. Um, but the beast, aka the pound yen, is one of the one of the pairs that has a high ATR, meaning it's a very volatile pair. It moves ferociously. It's like a wild stallion. So if you're going to trade it, you better know what you're doing. And fortunately, yours truly, well, you know, I do. I do know what I'm doing. So I have no problem uh, trading it. And it it offers really, really, really high reward trades. I had one the other day. Um, trades that are, you know, multiples of what my average trade winner would be. But like anything else in trading, there are pros in your kind. So if you're going to accept those high reward type of trades, those multi-hundred pip winners, you've got to accept the, the risk on the back end as well. And unfortunately, one of the trades that I took a loss on yesterday was on the pound yen. It was very, very close to a max risk trade. And uh, because of that, my equity curve is hurting, add to the fact that it's been a, a slower year of trading. So I'm, I'm, I typically inch, if you can visualize my equity curve, it inches its way in a slow, steady, boring, turtle-like trend from the bottom left of your screen to the top right, um, usually ending anywhere between you know 35 and 60%. This year, it's been doing the same thing, just a little bit lower. It's um, about four months or so, my four months, three and a half months into my trading uh, this year, and I'm a little bit lower than what I, I'm used to being. And I, I've only taken about half the trades as I'm used to, so that plays a role as well. Um, but market conditions change, all you can do is follow your rules. But it reminds me of, of two lessons I, I recently did, and one was to the, the tier one traders on our platform um, in one of our Trading Edge videos. By the way, shameless plug alert. Um, if you're interested in being a tier one member, whether it's a, a trial member or a premium member, uh, make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com. You can sign up. We've got some free content for you. We've got some free courses for you and you get access to the platform to join and interact and mingle with the best community of traders in the world. Trust me, it is a successful mindset. And once you get sucked in, you have no choice but to be successful uh, in your own right. But I did a video talking about our, our about money management because I had a question on the chat from a, a newer trader who was struggling with it. And um, I brought up the money management spreadsheet to our traders. And, and that's a spreadsheet that we plug in all your numbers and it, it, you know, it, it allows you to adjust and, and really be efficient with your position sizing. And I did a good lesson on the negatives of trading too much. And, and typically newer traders, uh, they're not really worried about risk. They, they got into trading and their goal is, how can I make as much money as possible? So when they get access to this money management spreadsheet, they have their numbers, they look to be as aggressive as possible and, and, and look to plug the numbers in 
um, so that they can make a 3,000% return a year. And trust me, that is doable. If you are aggressive enough and if you use a, a large enough position size, you can make thousands of percents a year. But as I mentioned earlier, there are pros and cons, right? So when your 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 new equity highs, right? When those swings are are bigger, um, what else is going to be bigger? What else accompanies that, right? A trend just doesn't go straight from bottom to top; it ebbs and it flows. So your your drawdowns, your pullbacks, are going to be bigger as well. And if you're being super aggressive with your position size, you run the risk of being a single drawdown away from blowing your account. And if you're treating your trading like a business, you should never be in a position where one mistake, one mistake can blow your account. Spoke to a trader this morning on the Twitter, right? Who was complaining about he, he took a, he was trying to trade news. He was trying to trade an interest rate decision on the Kiwi during the Asia session. And that, you know, for you guys that are in the know, that has like a million red flags on it already, right? First of all, trying to trade news. First of all, trying to trade an interest rate decision. First of all, trying to trade on uh, during the Asia session. Bad, 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 bad. Um, and he, he got slipped an extra 78 pips from his broker. Um, and I don't know how much he lost on top of that. But imagine that happens to you by an accident. You know, maybe a, a, a fat finger slip happens in the market. Maybe something like when the, the Swiss pulled out the rug from underneath the Euro Swiss, the Swiss crash or the Brexit, right? We got all types of Brexit stuff coming up. Any day now, we can see some type of Brexit crash or Brexit rally. Who knows? There are numerous events, natural disasters that can happen in the market that cause really big unexpected moves. If you're trading a massive position size, an over-leveraged position size, just to get that maximum profit, what's going to happen when that, or if, God forbid it doesn't happen, but what's going to happen if that bad event happens in the market? You could be done, right? And to make things even more clear, what if you've been trading successful for a while, you, you're so great in the market that you quit your job, you bought this new house, you bought this new car, you got all these new bills, but it's okay because you're making this trading bank, right? making all this trade money, so it's all good. What if you blow your account? No chip, no chair, can't trade, in debt, repo man, coming to your house, right? So in my opinion, as a seasoned vet that I am, and also talking to many, many, many other professional traders in the industry, risk management is key. And I would much rather use a more conservative position sizing strategy where my maximum risk is 2% and avoid that situation where I can ever lose anything drastic in the market, then try to maximize my wins and make as much as I can at the expense of opening myself up to a massive amount of risk. So I always prefer a slow, steady equity curve. I don't need my extensions to be too great, but I want my drawdowns, my pullbacks, right? I want them, my retracements, I want them to be very minimal because when I do that, I can comfortably adjust my position size without worrying about taking the risk on the back end, right? Again, another thing I used to do as a trader when I was kind of too aggressive with adjusting position size, I would have a really big hot streak, a heater as we call it, and I would double my position size because we're hot, right? Want to make more money. And then as soon as I double my position size, what do you guys think happened? What do you, you know, you know, you know what happened. I'd hit a drawdown and I would lose double, right? So I had one good month of trading and it'd be buried because of a, a few weeks. And, uh, you know, I learned plenty of lessons doing that. Now, 
another topic that this brings up is, uh, you know, a few years ago, I had to drop some currency pairs uh, from my portfolio. Two currency pairs that I love, the Euro Aussie and the Pound Aussie. Uh, both high volatility pairs, very similar to the beast, right? Um, they're movers. And again, being the consistently profitable trader that I am, um, yeah, they're a little bit more risky because they move, but the reward was great as well. But these pairs had, had gotten to the point where the volatility was so high, and this was years ago, back before the volatility suck happened in the, what, 2014. Um, the volatility was so high on these pairs that almost every other trade was a max risk trade. And I was putting myself in a position where it, it was just, it was too much instability in my trading account, right? Right now, the pound yen is really the only pair that I think would ever give me a max risk trade or 99.9% .9 of my max risk trades would come on the pound yen. So it, it happens once every, a little more than once every blue moon, but it doesn't happen on a consistent basis, right? So when I do have a big loss, yeah, it hurts, but I know it won't come for a while and I'll, I'll probably have a lot more wins in before it happens. So I'll develop that cushion. When I'm trading three pairs with this massive amount of volatility, well, now it's max risk trade here. Oh, next week, max risk trade. Oh, this week, max risk trade. And before you know it, I've got all these max risk trades on the table, and that's causing some swings in my equity curve that I may not like. And again, when things are going good, I love it because I'm making buku pips, right? But when things are going bad, it could be very harmful. And being the risk-averse trader that I am, my number one rule is conservation of capital, right? Risk management. So years ago, I made the decision to drop those pairs just because I didn't like where my trading was going as far as the, the inconsistency or um, yeah, I guess the, the lack of consistency in my swings. My swings were getting too big. I was making too much money, right? But I was also losing too much money as well. And I have zero problem sacrificing those big wins if it means getting rid of those small losses or those big losses, excuse me, because in the bigger picture, I, I can't put any bigger emphasis on this, the bigger picture with my money management strategy and how I adjust position size and just my trading philosophy in general, in the position that I'm at as a trader, where I have a house, I have kids, I have a family, that all depends on my trading, right? I eat what I kill. I would much rather have a slow, steady, more consistent equity curve than ever put myself in a position where I can do my lifestyle, my livelihood, a massive amount of harm.